0: Welcome to Avatar Weekly, a Stark Friends podcast, a show that pokes and prods at all things Avatar one episode at a time. Today's episode is "Someone Help Me." I didn't. Susan's, Susan's Comet Part, it. One, part come on. one. The Phoenix yeah, King. I know. Thank you. Okay, I was looking for the subtitle there. Uh, and Hannah was right. It's no, it's not. It's oh wait yes, it wait, wait wait wait. I was looking at the invasion. The Phoenix King. She was right. Suck
1: it. Uh, so cute. My name is Buddy Stark, and. and the honest
0: answer at this point is that I'm best known for messing up that intro. That's
1: true. How can I do this you every week and that. still
0: just not look up the name of the episode?
1: Me. I'm Hannah, and I'm best known for loving pasta.
2: And I'm Noah, true. best known for drinking a lot of pop.
0: <laughs> That's,
1: that is true, but not like a That's pirate. A pirate. <laughs> yeah, Arr,
2: must have my pop, matey. <laughs> Arr.
0: How about we go right into a, a recap here?
2: Ugh.
1: Okay, I'll try.
0: Okay. Are you... Let's just
1: have Buddy go first because he always goes first anyway oh,
0: regardless of done, what we, we say. We done effed it up last yeah. week. Real so Buddy bad. can go first. Yeah, we. We did.
1: <laughs> we know it was you, Buddy.
0: <laughs> no, it was two of us. It's true. Noah did join in. Like, I did it first, but then Noah also butchered it. But... And then it's Hannah, buddy. Hannah doesn't w-
1: do anything wrong. I did great. She's
0: flawless. Yeah. But it was definitely steamrolled by me. Okay, so I'm, go- I'm going first.
1: Yeah, surprise. Who's going second? Me. All right. Ready?
0: Are you going to ask who's
2: going third?
1: No. <laughs> yep.
2: We don't, enough we, don't, we don't
0: care. Uh, <laughs> here we go. We begin with an epic re- recap of so many powerful <laughs> moments of the show. That's and stupid. And then Zuko training Aang. Nailed it.
1: Katara asks if anybody wants juice of a watermelon, and Aang is like, I do. And Zuko says, no, you have to train.
2: Zuko's kind of being a jerk the whole time to really push Aang. Uh, and then Aang reveals that he doesn't want to fight the Fire Lord until after the comet.
0: So they go have, like, a beach party thing, and while they're there, Zuko starts attacking Aang, and he's after him, like, old days.
1: And then Zuko reveals that his father's going to attack the entire world, basically, when the comet comes.
2: And so Aang can't wait, and Aang freaks out, and he's like, why didn't you tell me this before? Uh, And Zuko's like, I didn't know.
0: So they develop a training montage where, uh, uh, what's her name? Toph gets to be Melon Lord.
1: And then, um, they it? yeah they make the Melon Lord, and then he's fighting. And then, um, Katara finds a picture of a baby. Uh,
2: during the fight, when Aang's about to hit the Melon Lord, he can't oh, do it. Oh, right. Sorry.
0: The baby was the Fire Lord the whole time. <laughs> uh, the Fire Lord and Azula. Uh, meet.
1: And it humanizes him, and Aang says, "I can't kill him, so you better find a way for me to defeat him that's not killing him."
2: Then, in the middle of the night, Aang, in you know, a trance follows this Buddhist monk. Uh, my, um, uh, uh, chanting,
0: Uh and he goes off to a big island that disappears by morning, and now no one knows where Aang is. It's like lost all over again.
1: And meanwhile, Lord Izi- Ozai orders Azula to stay back and become the Fire Lord because she he he's gonna become the thing. He's gonna King. become the
2: the Phoenix King. Oh my god! And then uh, Zuko <laughs> takes the group to the tracker, and she's gonna track Aang.
1: Ew! I forgot about that. Ta-da! That's pretty good. My,
0: yeah, think I think mean, my favorite part was when
2: Hannah said something. <laughs> I wanted to clarify something that happened before. And then Buddy, and went, Buddy back. went back to what Hannah was saying. <laughs> it was a, it was a good, it was a sidestep. Yes, and.
1: My favorite part was exactly. when I couldn't get words out.
2: So, in the context of cabbages, yes. What are we all gonna rate this out of a, a total of five cabbages? What are you gonna give it?
1: Do you put it to a five. Hmm. I know it's low, but I was bored. I didn't like it.
2: Yes, yeah, interesting. But uh, wait,
1: wait, three point five. I did find the Fire Lord interesting.
2: Ooh, already changing it. Anna, yep, you gotta that's where I'm at. Your Whoa. guns. Um, um,
1: Belly says shut up.
2: She that's did. I fair. Heard it. <laughs> yep, yep. I believe it. <laughs> uh,
0: three point two five.
1: Oh, I shouldn't have gone up.
2: Uh, I'm actually gonna give this episode.
1: <laughs> I thought you liked it.
2: A three. It's fine.
1: That's a three not that from good. Noah. I'm the highest?
0: Yep. Just a Congratulations. 3.25. You talked yourself up there.
1: <laughs> I just thought since it was near the end and you guys rave about season three, that you would like this episode more.
0: Yeah, but this is clearly a setup. Like, this whole thing was aired at once, so this was not meant to be watched on its own, and, and if you are it watching it- very boring. On its own, yeah, it does not. It really Snooze is. Snooze City. But you guys
1: talk about the Melon Lord so much, and then so, it's finally here.
0: The Melon Lord does save the episode. Like you think? Okay. Well, by, by that I mean like without the Melon Lord and probably without the Fire Lord bits, it's like a two, right? Like, yeah. There's, there's... So without ha- so without half the
2: episode, the episode's not
0: as good. Exactly. That's okay, what I'm saying. Okay, so just making sure I understood yeah. that properly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was my point. <laughs>
2: uh, I'll tell you what's interesting. Um to say. Go ahead. Um, in the French version of these episodes, with the French translation, oh. Zuko says that his uncle created the lightning redirection when he learned water bending.
0: Nice. Weird. Which is that is a power I did not realize Iroh had. Just <laughs>
2: clearly he can't, impossible.
1: right? He right. So, so, much...
2: so it's a mistranslation. What they meant to say was that when he studied waterbenders.
0: I, think I was going to say,
1: because he could he could study them in their movements. Yeah, that would make a lot of sense. Yeah, you're
0: projecting here. That's not what he said. I think what he said was he learned. That's what he said in the English version. Yeah, you, you
1: don't speak <laughs> French. You rube. I know you've tried, but.
0: Olé
2: <laughs> fromage <laughs> <laughs> Um,
1: That's a cheese omelet.
2: Yeah, it's from Just
1: Dexter's for you, Laboratory. You rubes up
2: hey, the- get out of my laboratory!
1: Could we do a Dexter's Laboratory podcast?
0: <laughs> With all the weird oh. show podcasts you want to do, we're gonna be doing podcasts or 150.
1: Well, that sounds awesome.
0: That doesn't sound
2: like a bad thing. No,
1: no, no.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: I've created my own hell. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, That's rude. I, uh, like three months ago or so, I mentioned that like there were various skills that we, I don't remember in what context. Um, Good Lord,
1: who can oh. remember what you said three months ago? Right.
0: Uh, there were various <laughs> skills chicken, that I thought
2: I right? were
0: not necessarily battle related <laughs> skills for various bending forms that would be cool in like actual society. Okay. And here... In this episode, we got to see another one. How cool would earthbending sandcastle competitions be?
2: I mean, like, I thought they'd be you were so going to say as cool as, like, flaming rocks, and I was are. like, buddy, flaming rocks aren't really practical in any regard.
0: Yeah, that's mostly like a battle setting. Right, which
2: would kind of be, <laughs> would be kind of be, but.
0: Agreed. But
2: the sandcastle. No, that was, so what'd you guys think about Toph being able to just perfectly in one stop?
1: That was awesome. That was yeah. real skill.
0: Well, so it, it brought a question up to my mind because when she was being Melon Lord and she was creating all those, like, wooden dummy things yes. and moving them towards them, like, that was pretty cool. But I thought, okay, if you can do the the intricacy of that of that sandcastle, couldn't she, like, earthbend them so that their limbs were also moving and actually, like, attacking and <laughs> swinging at them? I mean, that was a lot of work. It does seem like a lot of work, but Toph is, is hardcore.
2: She's kind of lazy, though. <laughs> uh, you know, I will say this. Um...
0: What will you say, Noah? It still kind
2: of bugs me that Aang doesn't really do any of the alternate bendings that, that we know exist. Mm-hmm. We don't really see him metal bend. We don't really see him... Uh, I don't know if sand bending is technically an alternate form. Sure. But I, I kind of consider it in that like pseudo-alternate form class with the swamp bending. Sure. Uh, but uh, I don't know. Yeah. I just wish they would have added that element into it because he's the Avatar.
0: Right. I agree. And not only that, but like if you watch Aang and I understand that like maybe he hasn't mastered them yet. I also feel like they really missed a a step with just incorporating the other bendings in general because he does definitely default to airbending a lot. Which again, I understand is his That's background. That's what he does. I know, but now he's supposed to have pretty well mastered water bending, and he should be fairly comfortable with earth bending. But just because
1: you've mastered it, you're still going to go back to what you know.
0: Maybe I'm just. It would make for a cooler looking television if he was like doing like three things at a time.
1: Yeah, but I think it's pretty realistic, especially for a child. Yeah, could be. That's what he does. This is what he knows. Mm.
0: Yes. Mm. <laughs> Sorry.
2: So we've finally
0: gotten to the genocide. Noah, you mentioned in the. Um, in the opening, or maybe it was Canada the that mentioned genocide? the opening. That, like, the plan is to just, like, scorch the earth.
1: That's weird to me. Yeah, they're, they're like, and I love how Azua was like, that was my idea. And I was like, you're Firebenders. You never thought of just burning everything down? <laughs> that doesn't seem like that nuanced of a plan.
2: <laughs> yeah, they're going for uh, that scorched earth policy.
1: Right? Exactly. Yes. Cool.
2: <laughs> that's a, that's yes. about as far as my yes and goes on
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> we did finally get the Melon Lord. Which was exciting. We've been talking cool. about it for a year now. Forever. Forever.
1: Yeah. And honestly, I expected it to play a bigger part than that.
2: This is a perfect uh, example uh, of sh- just all buildup and very li- <laughs> <laughs> very <that's true. laughs> little. Uh,
1: I agree. It had like nothing to do. I thought she was going to like become a melon lord or something or like use melons to fight something.
2: Or like wear the melon it- as a helmet or something. Yeah, yeah.
1: exactly. And it was like nothing. <laughs>
0: Well, but there was that one moment where she, like, yelled it, and that was pretty funny. I'm the Melon Lord! There was one moment.
1: Toph
2: really deserves
1: it. more. I think they've really gypped her in the third season, and I'm mad about that.
2: Ah, uh, interesting.
1: Also, she, like, went on that journey with Zuko, and he just was like...
0: Eh. It was a sad moment. That it? was kind yeah, of the worst, and she, wasn't really, it?
1: she clearly wanted to talk about herself, mm-hmm. and he shut her down, and yeah. it was really sad.
0: Yeah.
1: I thought... Uh, they would come back to it and he would right. at least like say like, hey, like, I'm sorry your parents did this to you. Like, I understand that. Yeah. But they didn't. They just left Was it that there. supposed to be
0: funny or? I hope not. Or, I don't, it was with, not funny. I With the music that played, I don't think so. I think that they intended that to be sad. I don't know what lesson we're supposed to take away from it, but I think that like that was supposed to be a poignant moment.
1: I thought it was supposed to be kind of funny because the music seemed overly like
0: oh, interesting. sentimental.
1: Interesting. And then for Zuko to like bring that joke kind of. What did he say?
0: There was a joke moment, but then, like, there was definitely, like, a beat afterward where, like, you saw Toph's face her, and she was like. And she,
1: like, blew her. Yeah, yeah that she's was the like, really
0: worst. Sad. Worst field trip ever.
1: We never yeah. see. Yes! And she's just sad, and we, like, never see Toph show emotion mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And Zuko shows emotion. when broke she kissed her. Sokka for no reason. but it wasn't Are we going to see any to- Zuko Toph in the coming episodes? Like, no. Do they repair not that? Not that I remember. Not no. that I remember oh, as well. That's but there are brutal. three episodes. That sucks. He broke her.
0: Uh, let's see. We saw another instance of Azula showing herself slipping a little bit.
2: I love oh you. yeah! At the end,
0: when she was talking to her dad,
2: yeah. Don't treat me like Zuko, and I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice." I was like, "That's awesome." <laughs> yeah, that was an insight right there.
1: The Fire Lord is very scary.
2: Yes, go ahead. I love I, I love Mark Hamill's voice. It's just so perfectly menacing. I know. So like, to have a voice like that.
1: The phoenix king is going to be ruler of all the nations. and then Well, Azula he's the supreme
2: king of the world.
1: Fire lord. Also, I love that they did not call her fire lady. She's going to be fire lord Azula. Mm-hmm. Well, I bet you, you love know, that. My quest to be is king. to be king mm-hmm. for all things. <laughs> we must all acknowledge it. Buddy, do it.
0: King for all things.
1: Thank
2: you. The creators <laughs> mentioned that this... um. Uh, the way that Ozai um, turns over power to Ozula is comparable, and it was kind of based on the way uh, that the Roman emperors would, mm-hmm. um, when they became Roman, because typically they were leader of a different area, and then when mm-hmm. they became the Holy Roman Emperor, um, they would promote somebody else to that role. So, like,
1: you're big but not as big in, as me. Exactly. I'm stepping down. Right, yeah. Yeah,
2: exactly. And so it was kind of like a... Um, a nod to that succession, so, I guess.
1: we didn't really get to see Azula's reaction after he announced his announcement. So, is she honored or is she, like, weirded out? She seemed pretty out. excited. Okay. I couldn't, because, like, before
0: she said well, she Fire said before sense.
1: he said he's going to be Phoenix King. So, I thought maybe she wouldn't be as cool with it knowing that he's going to be king of everything. Well,
0: I don't think she ever expects to be above her dad. So. Okay.
1: That's yeah, fair. Yeah,
0: she's fine with it. She doesn't seem
1: scared of him, though.
0: No, I wouldn't say that. I I just think it's
1: cool because everyone's scared of
0: him. Yeah, it seems like she is not crazy enough to intend to kill him, but like is not like fear, uh, you know, afraid of him But even
2: but even though he did say enough, and she kind of just like sunk down a little bit. So I don't. I wouldn't say like.
0: Well, I think she knows her place in society. Right.
2: Right. Which is what. But I also think she knows underneath the Fire Lord. I also think she knows that he's, like, the most powerful person in the world. Sure. Do you guys
1: feel sympathy for Azula? Do you have any of that? I think it's really a good question, because you guys are like... Mm. Yeah. So maybe in the future.
0: I, I think during the final moments of the show, there is a hint of that for me, that, like, you there is genuine pity. Cool. I don't think it's I a do, I do
2: have to go back to the beach episode. Yeah, um, when she was
1: like, mom didn't like me.
2: Right. That, yeah, and that, that was sad. That's the, you know, like, understanding that context, understanding who her father is, and the general psychopathy that is in their family, um, I think it's very easy to, not easy, I think it, it, the natural response would be like, oh, yeah, I mean, in that situation, of course, she's going to be crazy. And that, like, inevitability, that kind of makes it un. un- Pity-worthy, I would say. You know?
1: Makes it pity-worthy or unpityworthy.
2: No, it, so it, it makes sense, but, like, the fact that it's inevitable, I think, makes yeah. it sadder. Right? It's not... Yeah. Because it, she can't control it.
1: Yeah. That's, well, and that's the whole nature versus nurture thing. Do you right. think that it's in her genes, or do you think it's just because she was raised that way?
2: I don't know. It's hard to say, because... Zuko was raised in the same house, right? Yeah. So he was raised under the same that's conditions.
1: True. Buddy, do you tend to be a nature or nurture? Both. Ugh, right, it's a
2: both-hand, the right? There's no way we that know. It's, it's one or the other. I
1: was just talking with a friend today about how, like, lots of people in society have the traits of a psychopath, but it just depends on your experience whether or not you kind of go into the,
2: you kind like, of hurting people
1: phase. Mm. Yeah. And instead, like a lot of people go to Wall Street.
2: <laughs> well, so I believe it because I used to work in a middle school, and let me tell you, middle schoolers are like the most <laughs> sociopathic people I've ever met in my life.
1: It's not surprising; they don't have a lot of empathy. They for don't. Others. They don't.
2: Most of them haven't developed a sense of empathy. So, like,
1: yeah,
2: they don't understand. Which, when you're talking to five year olds, it makes sense. But when you're talking to an eleven or twelve year old, and they're doing stuff, and you're thinking, "Do you not understand how this affects other people around you?" It's very yeah. frustrating.
1: Buddy, may I ask you a question? No. That we can delete? <laughs> Go ahead. Do you find it hard to feel empathy? Um. We don't have to put it on the podcast, but I love these things, so I'm curious about it for you. Because you obviously care for other people. like yeah. You care for other people's feelings, but I wonder if you f- feel that, because you know I'm really empathetic. Well, yeah.
2: You, you I mean, know how I know that Buddy does have empathy and sympathy? Because no. we we're talking about which Borderlands characters we we're going to play, <laughs> he asked me who I wanted to play before he told me who he wanted to play. But see,
1: like, was he raised with, like, you care for others first? Let him answer.
0: Yeah, I think, um, especially to your degree, Hannah, there's no way on earth in my life I've ever felt that kind of empathy.
1: I don't know that anyone has felt <laughs> empathy like I have.
0: Um, but yeah, I mean, I think probably I, I definitely feel less than most people and yeah. in most circumstances... When I, when I was in undergraduate college, uh, one of the things that um, sort of uh, – one of the things that I thought about – because it's one of the things you do at college, you sit around thinking about what you think about things.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's what your degree's for. Yep. One of the things I
0: thought <laughs> about was wrong. that – and I don't know that everyone – at the time I assumed everyone approached life this way, and, and maybe that's not true, um, was that I have, for the most part, a um, – an internal priority list of things that I believe that I value, hmm. and um, most of my decision comes fr- decisions come from those those priorities that I have.
1: Can you give an example? So I don't
0: know that that constitutes empathy. So that's okay. So one of the priorities that's on the top of my list is uh, respect for living things in general, hmm. and that doesn't and that doesn't stem from Interesting. empathy per se. Right. Yeah, because it doesn't. One of the reasons that I that's high on my list mm-hmm. is because when you look at any living organism, the um, complexity of the machine and the complexity of uh, the neurons and the things that are there mm-hmm. uh, makes that special, wow. right? Like it, like you destroy a piece of wood, well, that's not that complicated of a thing, it's not hard to get another piece of wood, uh, but when you're talking about a spider, or a bird, or a, or like a dog, right? Yeah. That unique combination is very is very special, and so uh, that makes it a high priority for me.
1: I'm literally tearing up because that is the most beautiful thing I've ever heard.
0: Well, thanks. Nerd. It is not empathy. It is not empathy. Exactly. And I think it's
1: just fascinating, though, because because
0: it's it's not what that thing feels. Yeah.
1: And I think. I think we're married because we share certain core beliefs, mm-hmm. but I think we come to them from very different yeah, perspectives. I agree. So, like, when I look at something and if they're in pain or, or if they're hurt or embarrassed or something, right. all I can feel is, like, that, emotion. that they must be so hurt and they must be so sad and, like, yeah. all I can feel is what I think they're feeling. See, and
0: I just think, like, so if that pain is for a good cause, mm-hmm. then... You know it's worthwhile.
1: We are so different. Yeah. But the same. So the way that I approach life
2: is, I think, what route will take me faster to drinking pop? <laughs> <laughs> and then I do yeah, that. That sounds about right. Then Thank I do. Thank you, buddy. I do that was that. very interesting. Yes, <laughs> buddy. That was great. Um,
0: real Wait, funny. Wait, can stuff. I ask
1: another question? Okay, go ahead. Noah. No, no.
2: I was saying that was really funny.
0: I I know, it it does take it to a weird level. I have a question. Hannah?
1: Did someone instill that rule in you, or did you come to develop it on your own?
0: Uh, Was it Carl Sagan? No, it wasn't Carl Sagan. I didn't really know about Carl Sagan until pretty late in life. Like, what Uh, made you
1: think that life... is unique and therefore valuable.
0: Right. So, like, uh, in some ways, you know, my, my religious upbringing instilled that, mm. but not in the same way that I have it now. Mm. So my scientific background... Uh, that is such an interesting combination. I know. <laughs> yeah, is, is what gave me that sort of perspective. Yeah. Right, so, like, traditional religious Christianity teaches you about stewardship and it teaches you about um, caring for other things. Yeah. But... Uh, but that's not the same as what I just mentioned, yeah. right? Like yeah. It's a different perspective. So I think really um, uh, biology classes and uh, study of evolution led me to those sort of that's ideas.
1: cool. Because I look at people and I'm like, you're so
0: stupid. Well, I mean, a lot of people are stupid. <laughs> but uniquely um. stupid.
1: Okay, well, that was a very fun
2: conversation. Well, what so the flip? F- there is nothing I can say in this stupid episode that's going to be like anywhere that, that kind of interesting.
1: I know, Thanks man. A lot well, that's audience. why I went there. If
0: it helps, my high is a very shallow and stupid high. So. Is it the Melon Lord? <laughs> no, it's not.
1: Is it Saka rolling around in saliva? <laughs> Who
0: knows? Who knows what my high is? What it is? It's it's him jumping in Oppa's <laughs> mouth. I'm sure. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> Uh, well, only, thank
1: you. That was a good discussion.
0: The only other thing that I... No. Oh, actually, this leads into this well. The only other thing Eagles? I had... Uh, no, in my general discussion, uh, <laughs> is that while I have in the past complained about where Aang goes with this Fire Lord thing, and don't don't get too excited, that's definitely coming. My complaint has not subsided. Why are you complaining? Uh, but, so far in this episode... I completely, because of the things that I just talked about, I completely understand where Aang is coming from.
1: Right, I get it.
0: Hannah will be the first to tell you that, like, my basement is a spider-friendly zone. Like, I don't kill spiders down it's here. True. Because they do good work for my house and there's no reason to kill them. You're and even when they're upstairs, him. typically I try and catch them and take them outside. Like, that's the kind of weirdo that I am. That's really cute. I understand Aang's perspective. That's not the issue. And I appreciate Aang's perspective. Then
1: what's the issue?
0: Well, it's coming later. For you, low. No, for in another. No, episode. it's another episode. Oh. Okay. So I just wanted to get that out there. I like Ang's respect for life and living things in general.
1: I like it too, and I, I appreciate like that, that he's representing the monks. Yes, I like a unique perspective like that. <gasps> what? How many?
0: Just the one. We have only, sadly. Oh, ma'am. Sadly. Excuse me. We have one episode. Were you crying? No. Yeah, I had to take a moment. We have <laughs> one <laughs> email. like you
2: were pausing. I must one take one. a moment. <laughs> no, no I, I had to, to <laughs> mourn the loss of all of the <laughs> empty space of email. But you know what? This is going to make this email even more valuable.
0: That's true. That's true. Uh, you guys have, I burned through so many. I, I I got like eight all at once. It was amazing. So I have one email uh, this week. This email is from Joe Z, which is just a great name, uh, like look at the last name. So many names with starting with Z. Anyway, uh, he says, In case Noah forgot to mention this from when I talked to him way back at the winter solstice, here's my theory about giant icy space rock giving firebenders a power boost. Since <laughs> this is coming up, this is a good thing to talk about. He says, It's not the comet itself, but the massive amount of thermal energy produces the comet skins along the skins along the atmosphere. Keep up the good work. I'm definitely 100% on board with you guys doing a Korra podcast. Uh, definitely a Korra apologist, though, as I feel like it's way underrated. So... I disagree with you, Joe. Uh, (laughs) Thank you for your input, though. Also, Avatar biweekly sounds like an excellent plan. Thanks, Joe. That's a great email. Uh, Does anyone want to contemplate my response to the comet skimming the atmosphere of the planet?
1: I don't even know what we're talking
0: about. Okay. So, initially... I raised the point that like comets aren't fiery as they are They're depicted icy. in this show. They are icy bodies. Okay. So Joe mentions uh, that it's not the comet itself, but the massive amount of thermal energy produced as the comet skins along the atmosphere.
1: Okay, it seems like a lot.
0: It does seem like a lot. Is it not? Anyone?
1: Are you asking us to
0: I just thought, I, I wanted to know how Buddy, stop this. making
2: us look stupid okay. and just yeah, tell the answer. Yeah, you our, make us look <laughs> stupid! Just, okay,
0: that's what I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to see how commonplace this misconception is. Why don't we is. talk stupid about capitalism
2: hand? and politics, which is
0: what Why I
1: like to Why don't we talk my about pop culture is. and Britney Spears, you <laughs> butthead?
0: So, meteors burn up in the atmosphere. Comets actually never get anywhere near the Earth. Oh. So, like, anytime we see it in that image, unless they're really, really, really defining comets, they're, like, zooming out into space and showing us what it looks like out there. Oh. Comets are or millions of miles now away. Now, see, buddy, I knew that, but I didn't want to take that away
2: from your from your. I appreciate that. That's, like, your thing. Like, I like what if you started talking about how much you love pop? That would be bad. And that's my I story.
1: have to pee really badly. Okay.
0: I, I thought, so This that's kind of, I was using you guys as a gauge, because some things to me are obvious, and they're not obvious yeah, to people I who don't a spend email. 10 years working in planetary. Thank you, Joe. Thank you so much, Joe.
1: Thanks, Joe
0: good No, thank you, Joe. That was yeah. really
1: nice of you, and you are obviously a brilliant individual. And Buddy sucks.
2: And I one hundred percent did forget to mention that accurate. we talked about that theory in, after the winter solstice.
0: I yeah, I thought I hadn't <laughs> heard about it. So
2: yep, that's because I am a terrible person.
1: Please email us. I need more emails. Yes, I thrive don't stop on email. the guys, guys, don't guys. Stop my emailing. work has shut down. These emails oh, yeah. are the only thing getting me through life.
0: Yeah, we're coming to you two weeks from the past, so you know, we hope you're still like alive and, and living and that zombies haven't come up and oh,
1: Lord, killed buddy. everyone I'm just
0: Jesus. saying, we're living in the apocalypse two weeks from now, the world can be totally different.
1: Stop it. <laughs> I really have
0: to be. So hopefully you're all well. Send me should, should emails. We, should we pause? Yeah, I really okay. gotta go. We're, I'm sorry. We're pausing now. I mean, don't actually pause, but there's sorry, I'm no sorry,
1: research. I'm sorry. I'll pee downstairs. Do
0: One that. of our dogs has been farting up a storm hey, today. Poop? Good night. Can All you day long. Help? Yes, please. Okay. Come on, doggies. Mm. It's like, it's like if you mixed, jerky, like beef jerky. They had gone very, very sour. And rotten
2: eggs. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's so bad.
2: Yeah. And it just lingers. You know, that's bad. The worst is when it actually genuinely smells like poop, because then you look around and, and you then go... And you start
0: looking, yeah. Did they poop in
1: here, or are they just gassy? <laughs> like...
0: Yeah, I've done that too.
1: I'm sorry, guys.
0: No problem. Uh, so anyone else, anything else in, uh, in general conversation? Oh, I guess um, one thing I had that I forgot to, to mention was um, that he... Well, I think I mentioned it in the opening thing, but like I got a real lost vibe when he when he woke up on that beach. Yes. and was like, "Where am I?" And just the show, yes. I've never lost. seen. It just lost. seemed very. Similar. He's in purgatory, but it's not really so, purgatory because the fans guessed it was purgatory.
2: I've and watched. And then it became nonsense. And then it became not purgatory, but kind of purgatory. Seasons
1: of Lost Two, I cannot get into it.
2: You, you know, I don't think it's worst, good. You know what the worst part is Hannah i have seen the best bits of Lost. <laughs> it's true. Like,
1: what I is mean, wrong with me? People are the obsessed bit, yeah. with this show, and I've watched so much of it, and they're like, um, did you get to season two? Did you get to season three? And I'm like, yes, and it's still stupid.
2: <laughs> Let me say this about Lost. Okay. Let me say this. Okay. It was Purgatory? It was f- and, then it, and Purgatory. It purgatory. Have JJ, you watched all it of it? It was Purgatory, JJ. Yes, I have. Oh, yeah. Oh.
0: Yeah. I know. It, like, everyone knows it was purgatory but then the fans guessed it and they're like oh crap well what are we going to do for another four seasons no
2: they were dead but
0: dang it but um, they're
2: not dead it's it's a magic island, a magic there's, island. there's magic right cuz they were I will dead cuz they got off and went back right. to
0: uh... like obviously they should have been in purgatory but it just became magic nonsense
2: i do love season, once
0: upon
1: was... a time which was created by the same writers of lost and it's a can you cabbage me Yes. It's Cabbages. show. <laughs> it has so many good characters, but the plot makes zero sense. Like, just no Welcome sense Welcome to at all. Lost. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, except after a few seasons, the characters themselves are completely... Like, Jack is a completely different oh, character. I know. Jack was my and, favorite what? character, and then by the time he gets to, like, season four... He's terrible. He's, oh, yeah. He's a nut. I think he's terrible. Well, and... That. um.
0: It got to the point, I think starting in season six, we started calling John Locke Flock because it was fake Locke at that point. That made me so (laughs) mad.
2: That was so disrespectful because they killed him off at the end of that one season. And then it was that one guy being Locke. You're like, okay. so
0: It's like the same thing they did in Heroes with Nathan Petrolli, which still makes me Uh, mad. Heroes. Man, I've seen uh, two seasons of Heroes and that's one too many. Season one of Heroes
2: was so good. Season two of Heroes was abysmal. Oh, Can yeah. I
1: just say you need to check out our Facebook page. Amanda our fan drew Noah <laughs> and it is amazing. Yeah, and we'll I post that begged her for one of me and she said she drew it and she just out- outlined it and I am <laughs> losing my mind because I love her drawing so much.
2: Yes. <sighs> I'm so happy. Did you send her a
1: picture? <laughs> oh shoot. I posted a Stark friend's again i
2: did that i actually deleted them
0: <laughs> i know both of you guys <laughs> are constantly like
1: i'm sorry it's me okay. stark friends okay
0: Amario. mario
1: and then i liked my own post. okay let's get back in the podcast okay <laughs> anything else
2: no i do I don't, I have a pizza i do like to party though buddy
0: <laughs> so highs and lows <laughs> Does anyone want to go first? Um, um,
2: out there.
0: No,
1: because I don't know what
2: I'm going to say. Shoot, I totally had a low. I, so I used to
1: write My them down.
0: I still do write them down. Is
1: that it was kind of boring. I just felt like not a lot happened. Uh-huh. And there were some funny parts. I don't know. There's just nothing much in this that felt compelling to me. So I know that's kind of, kind of a cop out, but that's where I'm at. Is that okay?
0: That is also Milo, basically. Oh, okay. Cool. Because like the the episode opens with probably the best recap. Uh, that also, I've seen. the longest, the longest recap so the whole much. Uh, yeah, this is yeah. and
1: then the nothing happened
0: because it was like emotional moment after emotional yeah. moment with the show, and then yeah, you watch through the episode, and they're like, we're having a beach party, which, uh, we're doing a training montage. I that, get
1: you have to build up. Yeah, like I get it, but right. I don't like this.
0: And again, if you're watching this as a two hour special, this is a good build up. <laughs> But if you're watching it as a single episode, mm, it lacks.
1: I will also say, you two built up the Melon Lord way too much.
0: Well, it wasn't it intentional. It happened and I was like. It was, just so, it was just because like we would mention the Melon Lord and you'd never believe that it was a real thing. And then two weeks later, we'd mention the Melon Lord and you wouldn't believe that it was a real thing. <laughs> yeah. I blame so. you.
1: Yeah. All right. All right so, so
0: So, what's yours, Noah?
2: Uh, Milo oh. is kind of taking something that happens in this episode, or rather lack thereof. And then the follow up at the end of the episode or the end of the show. So, like, the fact that Grand Grand comes back and kicks the Fire Lord's butt and, like, wins the day. Uh huh. I feel like they need to start setting that up now because we haven't seen her in a long time. So, like, yeah. when that happens, when she actually it comes, comes back to the fight, it just comes out of nowhere. You know what I mean? So, yeah. we're just
1: doing nothing you're, you're right. as our low. <laughs> Cause I ain't no fool. Um, Bull cabbages. Ooh, cabbages. Cabbage me. (laughs) Or leave it in.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that didn't
0: happen. Um, I think
2: I think my low is that. Um, I mean, you guys are definitely right. This is an extremely it's an anticlimactic episode. Um, but I think, uh, more specifically. I actually feel like it was, t- um, it was too goofy. Like too goofy. I, I felt like there wasn't enough seriousness in it.
1: I think they're trying to get the goofiness in before they had to be serious. You know, like Buddy's high is gonna be Sokka being goofy.
2: I remember. I've, I've what never it was. said that. I remember what my low <laughs> That's was. Speculation. Hold on. All right. All right. Hold on. I don't know. So that what was it is. that was like a setup for the low. Uh, it sure, was one hundred percent the Toph and Zuko thing. Like that really bugged me. Um, that was your low. That was terrible.
1: Oh, I kind of felt it. Like I kind of like it.
2: when he was just like, no, I'm sorry, that sucks, but, let's find Aang.
1: it but like he's not a guru.
2: That's fine, but like, <laughs> i I, I don't word. know. I didn't <laughs> I didn't enjoy that interaction at all. I don't know why they put it in.
1: yeah, it was painful, but um,
2: no, and I think I think if you if he had done what you said before, like been like, well, we got to find Aang.
1: But I'm sorry, but like I'm
2: sorry, I totally understand that. Yeah, you know, my upbringing was literally. It was interesting. Or even if he had been like, "Look, I hear that you had a kind of unfortunate life, but like my dad burned me in the face." Right. I know that's yeah. what I thought I was going. Yeah.
0: Hmm, let's compare crappy childhood, shall we? Because then, even if he, he lived in a mansion, if, even if
2: he doesn't fix it, he helps her put it in perspective. Yeah, I don't know. I just felt like it was it was a cheap shot. It was interesting for
1: sure. I'm not sure exactly what they were trying to accomplish with it. That. Toph was looking for emotional support or Zuko is just a person and not, like, this amazing person who is able to change their lives. I don't know. I'm not sure. Well,
2: and it'd be fine if, like, they had more, uh, you know, time to interact. But, like, I think it's okay having Zuko be this person that comes in and, like, meshes really well with the group because we didn't get two seasons of them traveling together. Right. So, I don't know. I just That rubbed me the wrong way.
1: I feel you. I feel you.
0: Hannah, you're high.
1: Um, I didn't have, like, a huge high that stuck out with me in this episode, but I guess I would say the end. I thought it was pretty interesting getting to see Azula crack a little and see the Fire Lord become the Phoenix King, like, mm, setting him himself moment. up as a big baddie. Yeah. Um, And I did kind of get goosebumps when he, like, unveiled everything, and Mark Hamill's voice is amazing. I always look for a more emotional high, but I didn't really feel one in this episode, so that's where I'm at. Buddy?
0: So normally I also enjoy like the sort of more serious highs, but in this one-
1: We know what it is.
0: There was this moment <laughs> where Sokka decides that Momo uh, <laughs> is uh, has been eaten by Appa. That's just what so Appa he- wants you to think. And so he crawls, <laughs> yeah, this is, that's what Appa wants you to think. And he crawls in, yeah. and at first you're thinking, like, at least he sells it so well that I always think, yeah, is Sokka you. an idiot? Right? Like, is he is he this dumb? But then Katara, or is either Zuko or Katara, it's immediately Zuka. after, I think it was Katara, says, uh, Sokka, this is serious. So, yeah. like... I think they're aware that he is joking. Oh, see, I
1: didn't think so. I thought he was just an idiot.
0: See, and that's usually how I take it, too. But if you take it the other way, this is kind of a Jar Jar Binks moment for me. He
1: jumped in his mouth. Oh, you mean
2: because Jar Jar Binks is the ultimate Sith Lord? You
1: think he's trying to lighten the the mood? It's
0: intentional. Like Sokka's just being funny. I don't know. And Man. so that, to me, was a high, all on its own. And then, like, as the scene changed, the camera changed, and we just, in the background, saw Sokka slide out of Papa's mouth in that yeah. pile of... I laughed so hard. It was so good.
1: I only knew that was his high because we watched this episode together,
0: which and we I don't always do. super hard. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> That's it. All
2: right, Noah. My high. Drum roll, please the phoenix king that's okay, so the same, same, as as same as hannah's <laughs> yes but um but with an epic with drum roll. an epic drum roll so <laughs> that was smart. obviously better smart so um <laughs> it was very dramatic uh yeah not emotional but like it was super uh third reich um, yeah,
1: yes, definitely.
2: Empire from Star Wars, which was based off of mm-hmm. the Third Reich. Um, <laughs> the orcs standing in front of Saruman's tower, which is, which based, is based off of the, the Third, Third Reich. Reich. Are you catching so the pattern here?
0: <laughs> so far, we've had one example. And three sub examples of
2: that example. It was
0: great. I loved it. Wait. One. The. Two. It's two like sub the examples the Lost Ark of with the Nazis who are based off of who are
1: literally the Third, the third Reich. Reich. We just watched one and part of two.
2: Oh, I'm so sorry.
1: Ah! That's what the lead is like in the second Indiana
2: Jones. That's actually way more <laughs> pleasant. Case... Um, <laughs> no, it's
1: it... but she sings "Anything Goes" in Mandarin, and it's really good.
2: I I actually would have. I think this would have been a perfect moment if even like. Azula had been sparked with just a little, like a little bit of fear. If I had seen just a little bit of fear on her face, that would have made this for I me. I love it
1: though that she's not. She's I just like, I get
2: it, but like that's I just we've seen how terrifying she is, but I want because yeah. Ozai that's is true. like that's the kind of, a good point. of bads, and I just like, it kind why of does felt she do what he says? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I don't know. It was just like we've seen so much about him, and we've seen so much from him. I was just ready to kind of feel this. This terror, and you see it now. You see how crazy his Zuko's sister is, and you think, "How did she turn out like this?" And you see this man, you go, "That's that's it." The one, the one who when uh, Zuko said the thing about peace and how uh, or uh, hope with the Earthbenders, (laughs) and she's like, or he, and he's like, "Oh, so we gotta take their hope from them?" And he's like, "Well, that's not what I meant." But uh, it's just he's a he's a nut. He's a crazy person, and he's power hungry, and he doesn't care. He just wants to rule. He doesn't care if the world is completely burned as long as yep. he is the he is on top of the ashes. And I love the part where in the in that room when he's standing on the map in front of all his generals, he's talking about rising from the ashes, and I was like, Oh, like the Phoenix. That's Ha-ha. what he's gonna do uh. later.
1: Uh. Caw- uh.
0: That's a phone. It's fe- interesting to phoenix hear you noise. say all that because it just kind of clarified for me that like in my head, uh, if you were to ask me who the primary villain of this show is, it would be Azula. What? Like, are I, you insane? No, no. Here's what. Like, I get that the 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 goal is to defeat the Fire Lord, and like that is the big battle that we're all leading up to. But the Fire Lord is in like six episodes. Azula is so much more compelling for me.
2: So Zuko. And
0: I'm so much more interested. Yeah, but he's not the villain. Um, See,
2: I'm. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Continue.
0: That's that's. Right. I just. I, I'm so much more interested in her outcome, and I don't care so much about the Fire Lord. Well,
1: I think you're Looney Tunes. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I'm the biggest Azula fan that there is. Well. But, oh. you don't know that. (laughs) Is it you? There
2: are some people out there.
0: (laughs) Got her all over the (laughs) walls. But I
1: would never consider her the main villain.
2: Well, so actually, that's what I think is the beauty of the show, is that each... I've always thought of it as each season has a different villain. The, the one is Zuko, right?
1: two is Azula yeah. and three is Ozai. Correct, because because sure. uh, I mean, yeah, Azula's not really
2: for. in it enough to be that makes sense. the villain in season three. Like she's not in conflict with them enough. So not maybe, yeah.
0: but she's in it more than the fire Lord. She's is. in
2: it, but she's not like chasing the Avatar or like trying to bring them down. You know what I mean? Like yeah. she, that's like maybe half the season. I don't know. And so the whole thing's focused on the Fire Lord. So that's just how I view it. But I, I see what you're saying. No, I
0: no, you're right. Like, that's the that's their intent. And I think what I'm saying is that, like, I find that story arc uh, not nearly as compelling. Yeah, like, I know that that's what they're trying to do. But I am more interested in, because, you know, the Boiling Rock, Azula is the one that they're fighting. Uh, I think at one other point in this, in this um, season, Azula's been the one they're fighting. Yeah. And she just, to me, is a lot more interesting than, like, this big, powerful dude that hmm. is bent on World Conquest.
1: I think they're both interesting.
0: Excellent. Well, and so that's. He
1: birthed Azula (laughs) and Zuko.
2: (laughs) Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know because it's kind of the same thing we were saying with. uh, I don't know, was it last week? When Hannah was talking Mm. about Zutara and how Aang, to her, is not like. Especially Aang and and Katara's relationship is not that interesting. I think it's partially because Aang isn't necessarily developed all that well in this show. Um, mm. He's kind of that's that's a little harsh. I just I think they do a better job at developing the cast around him than they do at developing him and really giving him a him? lot of depth. Buddy.
0: Oh excuse me. Um, I in certain ways I think I agree. Um, because the parts of his character that they're trying to bring out in this last two hour special, mm-hmm. um, I think have not been developed well enough for me to accept it. I think it's one of my big my big criticisms. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, and so I think the same thing kind of applies to what you're saying with the villains too, because sure. the fight between Ang and Ozai, I think I'm going to be in the minority on this podcast. Is one of my favorite things in the whole show.
0: Yeah, probably. I love the animation what on is? that. Um, the fight between uh, Aang and the and Oz- Fire Lord. And the, actually, oh. you and I the are Phoenix King. Have our eyes roll back in our heads. Really? Yeah. It's Maybe. it's just it's so it
2: is so big and is so beyond it's like like a 10 minute fight it's like a 10 minute fight scene it's like (laughs) it is buddy mentioned it before but i actually think it's a pretty good um comparison dragon ball z or naruto like it's so much bigger than like gross one-on-one martial art fighting yeah and i and so i think that's great because if it was just another fight i'd be like okay cool this is like literally everything else we've seen so far but the fact that it was different and even bigger I, i don't know so i'm really excited about that but um Azula, why are you laughing? Her dogs.
1: Um, my dog is licking me. Oh, that's
2: fine. Um, Azula's end coming from the fight with Zuko makes it way more compelling of a story, which is how I think you know she's not like the villain. I don't know. Oh, no. I Again, I, I
0: understand that they're, but like if you're talking about which one I would prefer to watch and enjoy, that's fair. it's going to be Zuko and Azula fighting. Like that for me is a bigger highlight than... Than the Fire Lord, I know. Yeah, that's I like that. I, I like after. that as much. Oh, I it's think. so good. Huh.
2: Yeah, it's it's. I'll have to it's more emotional. watch it. Moving on. It. Well, yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, like I said, moving on.
0: Plenty of time to talk about that. <laughs> uh, does anyone want to change their ratings?
1: No. Wait. Yes. I'm going back to my rich.
0: All right. Talk to yourself back down. Three point yeah. two five. I'm good with that. I'm good with three. Noah. Okay. Uh hit us up on uh Twitter at Stark Friends or Facebook at Stark Friends. Either one is good. Again, and definitely send us an email. Make sure I've got please. stuff to talk about that's something I'm good for. Yeah. Uh Stark friends podcasts yes. Yes. at gmail right, indeed com. Uh, Again, that's StarkFriendsPodcasts at gmail.com. Uh, join us, Yes, plural. plural. Everything but Stark is plural. Uh, join <laughs> us next week for Sozin's Comment Part 2, The Old Masters. Yeah,
2: we're hmm. getting close. That to, sounds good. We're getting close to the end, fellas um, yeah. and ladies. And, About to yep. say goodbye. And uh, all those for a little while. who don't identify as either. Um, we appreciate yeah. your support. We do. Uh, we have a pretty good idea where we want to go, I think, after this, because um, we mm-hmm. are getting close to the end. Um, like we mentioned, we're probably looking at doing stories uh, and Cora kind of back and forth. We're going to take some time in between, but we do really want to hear back from you people on what you guys would like. Um, it's not going to be the deciding factor, but I think I can speak for you two. We're, I think I can speak for all of us when we say we want to know what you guys would like to listen to
1: we already know it's Drake and Josh
0: <laughs> right I'm just right, saying Noah? this
1: for
2: buddy's sake you know uh-huh,
0: uh-huh.
1: <laughs> reaffirm our decision
0: uh, yeah I think we've talked about that a little bit and we'll definitely uh, in the last um, Aang episode we'll have a specific plan in place so we can talk about like certain dates and things that's a few episodes away um, but yeah Noah definitely it's it on the head let us know what you want to listen to so that we can take that into account and b- bye remember folks <laughs> be careful where you take oh, your
1: cabbages. My cabbages oh my cabbages oh boy mm-hmm. what <laughs> is that the close up
0: that's the sign off <laughs> I don't like it it's oh, terrible I love no. it